welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Each week on the podcast, I'll share stories and tactics along with other industry experts as we share actionable steps that will transform your business and your life. Here at the Salon Owners Collective, we believe that in order to truly achieve freedom and profit, you must first fully step into your role as Salon CEO. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners master their inner salon CEO by implementing a strategic framework to grow your business and scale your team. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode to make an important step in your journey towards salon mastery as a salon CEO and welcome into your life more freedom and profit. Hey, and welcome to the Salon Owners Collective Podcast. Thanks for joining me in your journey through business. Now, over the weekend, I was in my office, moving my office around. I was bored, seeing the same view, the same furniture in the same place. And to be fair, it needed a good clean out. You know, I needed to pull out the furniture and give it a good vacuum in behind things, wipe down surfaces. And I spent a couple of hours doing that over the weekend, and now my desk is in front of a big window. I look out over the Wellington Harbour. It's truly amazing. I am so grateful that I live uh, in a house with such an amazing view. I never want to take that for granted. But as I was cleaning and shifting, I mean, look, honestly, only business owners do things like that on the weekend, right? Invest time in their weekend weekend. Uh, in their workspace, rearranging things. Sometimes it is so good. But as I was doing that, I was thinking about change and why I love change. I thrive on change, but also how much I've grown and changed as a business owner around balancing creativity, change, and balancing structure and discipline in my business and, of course, equally in my personal life. And I realized that there is this one word that really has been a guiding light for me in my success as I grow my next million dollar business. Consistency over time grows and scales the business. It's really the only thing that does. And as a creative entrepreneur, we're hardwired for change and for shiny new objects. You know, it's not the first time I've talked about that. We're driven, we're adaptable, we love change and to create new, exciting things. We know how to make shit happen, right? When we need to, we can do that. Like it's these skills that make us great business owners or even just to get a business off the ground in the first place. But the thing is that when we start to grow a business and scale a team and really drive forward and start to build momentum, we have to step out of that startup high creative energy phase and just uh, and, and that phase of just make shit up and see if it works phase, you know, and that period of building, building new things phase. I don't know about you, but I love being in the ideas phase. It's my happy place. I have so many of them. It keeps me awake at night. Ideas that is, well, as long as I have the right environment around me, I thrive in this space, right? In this creative thinking time, new sparks fly, ideas come, and we immediately, we want to do X, Y, and Z, and we get excited about new plans that are imagined. We tell our team what we're going to do now, or even before telling your team, you just go and do it, and then you tell them about it afterwards, and I've done that several times. But when you want to grow, like properly grow, for the long haul, you need to adopt a different strategy, 
to actually survive and make it past the just out of the gate phase, that exciting bit. It's consistency, actually, that will grow your business more than anything else. Good, consistent execution as a leader. Being consistent for your team, having consistent delivery of, of the service for your clients. Consistency is, after all, what will build a brand. The problem is, the biggest frustration from our team, our employees, can be that our creative entrepreneurial tendencies uh, are quite inconsistent. Inconsistency. Like, what version of you going to show up <laughs> and turn the steering wheel in a completely different direction this week from last week? Uh, or there's not enough communication, they don't know where they're going from one day to the next or even at all because we either haven't communicated it or we just changed it from last week and now we're doing something do different. But what we forget as owners and as creative entrepreneurs is that this behaviour actually freaks our team out and it's confusing. All our creative energy makes them feel scattered. So I'm going to give you an example. I recently just had our uh, project planning day with my project manager, Susie, and we planned up a storm, like I love those days with a passion, so does she. And we wanted to plan what lies ahead for 2020, for the Salon Owners Collective and all the things. And we planned our new program, clearly a need and super shiny, exciting. I can see it so clearly, all the things, our new program, we're going to do it. And then we planned to promote for it. And then we realized that we were just biting off a bit much more than we could chew. And we pushed the date out because it got exciting and we got we can do this together, we can get excited together and we can make new shiny things all exciting and we dig deep and <laughs> I could start to feel the sense of overwhelm come in. So we decided just to slow down a little bit and continue to focus on the delivery of what we have in place in front of us right now to the best possible execution. And then we plan some more dates around, you know, me being away. I'm going overseas for two weeks, lots of white space. Woohoo! My favorite time. We must have lots of lots of that in our year. And we pushed our program dates out and we sorted over some things, quality over quantity, feeling good about the solid, sensible, logical business first decisions that we had made. And then she said it to me. She goes, So when you get back from your holiday, do you promise not to come back and change all of these plans? Is that okay? Oh my God, I still suffer from this. Like, although I, we feel like me and my team, uh, I feel like we suffer from this less and less and less. And I'm way better even from the days when I had my salon. I mean, I know that this is a thing. I'm even talking to you about it, yet I still suffer from this because I too am a creative entrepreneur. And the feeling and the reeling and the ripple effect that I put upon my team. Poor team. I do feel for them. <laughs> Poor team. I want you to think about this for your team. So sometimes things change because they need to change and evolve. But sometimes we change things or we get too excited about shiny objects and new opportunities and we don't we change things that don't really need to be changed. And we do it because it's fun and because we can and because we've got ideas and why would we not do the things that we can imagine? So what's the new way? Once we've moved out of the startup phase or the exciting phase, or if we can manage to pull ourselves out of the excited, let's dive into this new project phase. Because as your business grows, you actually need to start to settle into a new consistent way of operating. Despite your own wants and needs to be flighty, excited, creative, and excited by new shiny opportunities. Don't you worry, I get it. 
So we need to find our core operating systems, build on them, refine them, double down on what's working, and actually sometimes ditch the rest. And don't start new things until you've nailed what you're already doing well. Consistency changes everything. When you do the same thing in the same way over and over again, you get better and better at it. Thus, better and better results, right? Clearly. Now, before I talk you through the three things that you need to ensure you're doing consistently in your business, I just want to say this with a little asterisk. I'm talking in this episode about things that you need to be consistent with, systemize and processes. And sometimes I refer to them as being rather boring and repetitive. Like, you know, it's real. I get it. But you need to do that stuff. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't innovate and you shouldn't stay one step ahead. Far from it. What I'm saying is that you can't live on innovation and new ideas alone. And as a creative entrepreneur, we're already good at at that. We're already good at innovation, ideas, newness. What we're shite at is doubling down on the meat and potatoes. Be innovative, but not at the expense of business as usual. So with that in mind, I want to share with you the three things that you really need to double down on and practice being consistent for the success of your business, for you to break through the, the ceiling that you've put on yourself to break through to the next level of success for your business. So are you ready? Number one, showing up and being consistent as a leader. Now this is number one because it's the most important. A fish stinks from the head down. That's you, the fish head, <laughs> just in case you missed that subtlety. That's why, like at Salon Owners Collective and in, Salon, in my Salon Mastery program, we commit to a quarterly planning, strategic planning process. Now, this stops the random ideas and opportunities from stopping your real growth strategies because it forces us to focus uh, and it forces us to check in with where we're at. Are we heading towards where we're actually planning to head towards to reprioritize what needs attention, what will grow your, what will actually grow your business and what will make it run more smoothly? Commit it to paper, what we will do and of course, leave off what we won't. Uh, and then, of course, get cracking, take massive action and repeat. And then sharing your strategic plan uh, with your team is the next most important thing. It gives them clarity, improves, improves efficiencies and output for your team. They know what's coming up, help them understand the process and the why, why you put these processes in place, why we need to do things, help them understand what needs to be done and where they fit into the plans for your brand. Most of the time, what needs attention is not the shiny new things, but actually what needs attention is the big rocks, the big important milestone, the big important pieces of your business, the big things in our business are already existing. It's the meat and potatoes. And when stuff is going well, it's time to double down and focus on doing it better, actually not going, oh, that's going well, let's go and do something completely brand new. <laughs> doing doing this like the same way over and over again really really well better than last year so as a leader decide on what will move the needle in this quarter and then do that and stick to it now I know this is hard because your team throw ideas at you and um and needs at you or your clients offer suggestions or making complaints and you feel like you need to tax direction and fix it or you go to a seminar or listen to a podcast and you get a great new, new idea and you're off. Like, oh my God, we need to do this. But I've got to say, 
but do you? Like, at the cost of what? What's the opportunity or cost of you changing direction and changing your plan? Like last week, you put those four things on your quarterly plan and they were important and you knew at that time when you were in your planning brain that that was going to move the needle in your business. So what's changed suddenly this week? Shiny objects or FOMO, actually, or the pressure to do things from the outside or from your team or from your partner or from your clients. But as the leader, you will actually gain more respect from sticking to the plan. Besides, you'll also have less overwhelm in your own life and guess what? Less overwhelm for your team, more life for your team. There's real power in what you say no to. Besides, it's not like there's only one quarter. <laughs> like a quarter is only 12 weeks and there's four of them every single year. So there's actually plenty of space to do things if we stop, to, stop and give ourselves the space. And in fact, when you have less on your to-do list, you'll actually achieve more. Scientific fact. Um, of course, all the best laid plans change sometimes, but you can pivot a plan, but without a plan, you're just swinging in the jungle and grabbing from low-hanging branches, and you could be going anywhere, you know, floating in the wind. What a lot of analogies I'm using. <laughs> okay, now that you have your leadership in line, a clear plan communicated with the team, and you're committed to consistently sticking to it, let's talk about the next uh, the next thing that you need to be committed to being consistent with, and that is being consistent with what you sell and deliver. Like find out what works and turn it into a boring system on repeat. <laughs> now this is when, this is where you create a brand. This is where our brand is created. Systemize what sells in your business. Identify uh, this as your brand and double down on that doing boring things the same each time, things at a high level of quality over and over again, build your brand. And these are your brand standards. These are the things that clients will judge your brand on. This is how you will be known in the marketplace. What you consistently do over and over again is your brand story. This is what's communicated to the marketplace. So, okay, so don't make the way you deliver it the way you deliver your brand boring. So bear with me. <laughs> I just find doing the same things over and again, over and over again, a little bit boring. But not the not the what we do over and over again. Don't make that boring. It's just that as a, that's why I'm the CEO. I'm not in operations. I'm not in delivery because I don't want to deliver the same thing over and over again. But guess what? There are people in this world who thrive on doing the same thing over and over again, and they get real satisfaction out of that. And that's okay if that's not you. You just need to be mindful. This is why this podcast, this episode exists, because you might find it boring, but it doesn't mean other people do. The consistency and doubling down on that will actually build your brand. So do exciting strategies over and over again and create the structure and do that over and over again. So make what you do fun and exciting, but be repetitive. Uh, double down on that. Like, for example, imagine Coke, Coca-Cola, changed its flavor every year or so. And they came out with constantly different things all of the time. What would that say about that brand? You'd be confused. You, it, would, it would dilute its brand strength. Imagine Nike started to produce going out high heel shoes. You'd be confused. You'd be confused about who that brand was and what they were saying in the marketplace and you couldn't quite know where to, to put it. Like even you and I know that they brought out high heel shoes. It would, it would be a flop. It's not their brand story. Imagine McDonald's didn't have a set way of doing uh, a Big Mac every time and the team that worked at McDonald's got to 
you know, decide what sauce they put on it and they made, diff- they put it different, they created it differently every single time. It would not be an international worldwide business. And to someone like you, creating the same Big Mac every time is super boring, right? But yes, the same burger day in, day out is what builds a brand. Uh, but that's why you don't make burgers, right? Of course. But the principle is the same. And at some point, you have to move from creative entrepreneur and the startup excited, getting excited like a kid in a candy store on Christmas Day, to eventually being like Santa, who actually runs the workshop. Santa doesn't make the toys, but he runs the workshop. And you have to have a production plan and a program on how that is done so it can be the same all the time, pumping out the same Barbie doll year in, year out, maybe Ken too. And how many years later is the same doll still available? Is Santa sick of creating Barbie dolls? Probably. Absolutely, yes. Does he stop doing them and do something else? Absolutely not. Okay, so I'm sure Santa makes his own fun creative toys and experiments from time to time, but he doesn't go mainstream with those, right, until it's proven. There's a process and very few go into production. And 90% of the time is focused on teddy bears and Barbies because that's what sells. Uh, Okay, so let's get out of Santa and all my analogies. I'm going a little bit crazy there. (laughs) But you get the picture, right? Um, Consistency is what builds a brand. So my point, though, is that we can't keep changing what we're selling and promoting all the time. We can't keep changing how we deliver our services one month to the next or one team member to the next. We need to be known for something. We need to stand for something and become experts at one thing in the marketplace. Because if you're the same as everybody else, how do clients choose you? So decide on that and double down on that and promote that in your marketing. It's only you that gets bored of, of marketing the same thing. Like how, how long does Lancome promote the same product? Months and months and months. How long do they have the same face on the same product? Months and months and months. Do they change it every week and every month? No. <laughs> so I want you to a, a, adopt a bigger company thinking, right? Uh, we used to have, uh, when I had my salon, we used to have uh, a think big, act small. And we called it, uh, my management team, we had a staff meeting and uh, we couldn't make a good word out of think, big, act, small. If you take those letters, it turned into stab. It was the only word that we could create. But anyway, stab stood for think, big, act, small. Think big, think like Coke, think like Nike, think like Lancome, but act small and do it small like a local business. And I really love that. So double down on not only the delivery, but the upgrades inside of your salon. Not always new clients into the salon, but but work with the clients that you've got. Focus on a few things that you're really, really good at and you can consistently deliver on perfectly. Get really good at that. Too often I see owners racking their brains each month, thinking, yikes, what can I promote this month? And coming up with obscure promotions and for services that, that often the minority want. And, and very few people actually need. And then they wonder why it doesn't take off. We want to get to the most people that are going to take up. It's usually the most common uh, service that, that's needed. So put your stake in the ground for your one thing and be that, do that, promote that, deliver that. Your brand needs to have a consistent message to your potential clients. You need to deliver a consistent service for your clients and develop the skills 
of your team consistently so that they can deliver the absolute best to your clients. This is how you become an expert in the marketplace, not by doing something different every, match, every month and adopting a mindset of consistency by doing the same thing over and over again. Okay. Okay. Number three, be consistent with managing your operational and team processes. There are some things that need to just happen on the daily, weekly, and monthly. And when you show up uh, as a leader consistently, you improve confidence within your team. When you promote your expertise consistently to the market, marketplace, you build a you build strength in your brand. And when you deliver your operational systems and processes consistently uh, for your team, you deliver on your brand promise, not only for your clients, but also for your team. So equally be consistent in your internal interactions. So here are a few examples. Team meetings, make them a top priority. Like don't move clients for team meetings, show up on time, be ready, respect that that's an event that people have put their time aside to and respect them and make it a priority. Be consistent on your delivery. Same agenda, same topic, same important items to discuss. The important things that run your business consistently, if you don't make them a prioritizer, if you don't prioritize them to be important enough to talk about, how can you expect your team to follow through and focus on them if you haven't prioritized them? So report on consistently the same data, show up for what's important. It doesn't have to be boring topics, of course, but the structure needs to be consistent. So they expect the same each week without, fi without fail. Your team know what to expect from you because it develops trust within your team. And it also tells them what's important inside of the business. What you focus on is what is important. And then they in turn will focus on that also. Be the stability in your business. Be consistent with what you practice and preach. Don't worry, I, I know this is hard because I don't naturally want to be consistent because sometimes it's boring, but I know that that is the pathway to success. All right, what else? Morning huddles. Have the same consistent focus and be consistent with those. Not necessarily the detail or what, you, what the details are that you talk about, but the framework. Every single day, no negotiating. Keep going, even if you can't be there or everyone can't be there, make it a priority. Make it a priority. And make them continue without you. Like if you really want to live a life of freedom and profit, then you need to not be the center of all the things. And this, of course, morning huddles or staff meetings are no exception. They must go on without you. What about this is how we do it here, your Bible, your code. This is what gives you the strength to show up for your team every day the same. Because um, sometimes I'll decide on a system and then I'll forget that I decided it. But that's how I wanted to do it. And it actually makes me more consistent when I've written it down and someone says, oh, can I do this? Or how do we do, how do we go about this? And I'll say, go and check on the, this is how we do it here. Um, and that's how we do it. Because <laughs> sometimes I don't remember, I'm not very good at being consistent. So decide on how you want your business to operate and then be consistent to that. It's so important for your brand that you deliver the same service to the same clients each and every time, but it goes the same for your team right? So give the tools to your team on how they can deliver consistently to your clients, but also they know how to behave consistently inside of your business, right? Client delivery, training, culture programs. Um, and so you have the same answer to all of your team members because consistency builds trust, right? This is how a team can grow and scale with clarity, efficiency, and processes. 
Now, each year you want to note what you've done, what worked well and what you've done throughout the year. So when you come to the next year, you do it the same. Do you know how many conversations I have with owners who have told me, oh, yeah, we used to do that. It was really awesome. It worked really, really well. And I'll say, oh, and um, do you not do it anymore? Oh, no. No, I guess we don't. We must have forgotten about that. <laughs> Years go by and the business changes and then suddenly you wake up one day and say, why is my business not successful like it used to be? Not intentionally, just because you were wafting along in the wind without intent. So we must have intention to be consistent. The confidence from our team comes from this unpredictability, unpre can't even speak today, unpredictability and uncertainty actually derails your team and it makes them scattered and believe that you're scattered and that loses trust. Not just in all the processes, but how you approach your team as a salon CEO. So double down on being consistent and systematic. And find change elsewhere, right? Um, find change elsewhere. Like I know for, for me, I love change. I need it. I, I crave it. And I hate doing things on repeat, actually. Um, I love to create systems and processes, but I hate doing the processes. I'm a builder. But this is where the discipline comes in, and the discipline to know what you can change up and what to keep the same. I love change, so I change things like my office, my office layout, I move it around, I change my bedroom and the lounge furniture, my husband hates it, he looks at me and says, why do you need to do this, <laughs> does not understand. One of my sons is the same, he loves to change his room around and move stuff, he's so messy, can't keep things tidy, uh, but he's only 13, right, he hasn't had all the years to learn discipline like me, so that's fine. But find change in other things. Like I said earlier, it's not that you shouldn't be innovative, but you don't want to be innovative at the, at the cost of your core business and derail or lower the ability for your business to grow and scale, right? So it's an entrepreneurial thing, I think. The trick is to harness the discipline to build the business and manage being a creative entrepreneur. And if you can manage the both, then you will be able to grow and scale your business. Otherwise, you'll just be someone who reached a certain level of business and hit a growth ceiling or plateau. And then the problem is, do you know what happens then? Is that you lose the drive and excitement for your business because it starts to stagnate. And then you know what happens then? Is you start to find other shiny things to distract you. I'm going to be, go and be a creative person now. I'm going to go and start another business on the side. I'm going to go and start dog walking. You start to find other things to distract you, but then you know what happens then? It's because you're not 100% focused on your business. Your business starts to go downhill, and then your business starts to go downhill, and so you start to lose team. You lose motivation and drive for your, and passion for your business because it's really not performing like how it should be, and then you lose more team, and before you know it, on your slippery slope. God, I made that sound terrible, didn't I? <laughs> but there is hope, a little discipline. Let's recap. We want to double down on some discipline and prioritize consistency in your business so you can grow and you can scale a team. So step one, showing up and being consistent as a leader. Get clear, be consistent with your, consistent with your plans and follow through. Number two, be consistent with what you sell and deliver. Show the marketplace what you stand for and stand out from the rest. Be consistent. Number three, be consistent with managing your operational systems and team processes. Be consistent with the meat and potatoes so you can grow your business. You can't grow your business on innovation alone. 
Okay, well, I feel like I said that word consistently, consistency so many times. So I hope there was something in there for you or it hit a nerve somewhere and it compels you to make a change in what you're doing somewhere in your business. That's my hope for you. So if you've got something to say about this episode or you enjoyed it, leave me a review, let me know. Whatever po podcast platform that you listen to this podcast from, leave a review. It means more owners like you get to hear new ideas, crazy stories from me, inspiration from some of the guests that I have, and together we raise the awareness of the industry. A rising tide, after all, lifts all boats. Okay. Well, I think that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me again, and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify, or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.